All right, everybody. Moyer, welcome to the 20 Talk. We got nice. a guest in here. It's Andrew, our good friend, Andrew Moyer. We're all repping uh, our favorite teas. It's a good day. It's a good night. It's Monday. We're rocking and rolling, and uh, we're ready to Tuesday, talk about it. You guys are going to see this. This is going to be a Tuesday. <laughs> Sorry. You're right. I'm going to cut you off. It will be a Tuesday. It will be a Tuesday. Nah, let's um, let's get into it. How, Moyer, how's your day going, dude? Do you have a good day so far? I mean, it was solid. It's just another day in the home building life. You know, like it's the second half of the year, so now it's time to really close those houses. This is where we really got to lock in so we can meet our goal come December. So it's a little oh, yeah, dude. Now, but every day is just – I don't have a single boring day at work. I'll put it out of the way. Yeah. You're always grinding, dude. Do you want to give a, a little, like, minute or two rundown on kind of what, what, you're, what you're doing right now, like your work life and kind of what every day kind of looks like for you? I mean, I know you were – with COVID, too, you were floating back and forth between at home and then yeah. – I mean, and for those who don't know, Moyer it lives in Jacksonville. Um, we're about Duval. an hour away. Me, Duval. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Moyer about an hour and a half so away now. Uh Anyway, more go ahead if you want to just touch a little bit on that. Well, yeah. Um, since what? Since I graduated, I've been working in a purchasing department for a custom home builder um, called DreamFinders. Uh, what I do personally is um, I'm called a trade agent per se. So what I do is um, I negotiate. Con I have a list of trades. Trades would be my trades that I handle. I handle um, all the flooring in the house, um, specialties which are like doorknobs um bathroom hardware stuff like that um i have a whole list like concrete pumps all sorts of stuff that's i've really had no clue about stepping into it but i've learned and um i kind of just negotiate the prices i let them know like what we need they let us know what they can do and we try to work a good deal out and my whole purpose is to get it done as cheap as possible so that's pretty much what i do every day a lot of negotiating a lot of arguing so it's it's a good skill to have I, I'm learning a lot, just learning how to negotiate and kind of work people to get them to do what you want them to do. No, nah, that's cool, dude. I mean, and you said now, what, we've been out of college. I've been uh, out since December. I, I had an extra semester, so it's been like seven months in, in the Green Finders grind. That's right. It's not bad. Dude, good for you, man. It's not what I want to do. It's cool. Yeah, dude, that's kind of leads into fucking our first – kind of topic life after college that we kind of wanted to touch about I mean you just said like you know it's not something that you want to do for the rest of your life to me I find it absurd that like coming out of college now obviously I don't really think I think it's definitely faded away towards that perception of like trying to figure out that job of what you want to do for the next 40 years but even beforehand like I remember just being in high school, like, kind of, the only reason I went to college is kind of, it's because what you did, like, everybody kind of just went to college, and right. I went, you know, I went to college as, as well as you guys did, we all went to uh, state schools, uh, state schools in Pennsylvania, um, I enjoyed my college experience, I definitely, I definitely uh, enjoyed it, learned a lot, made a lot of people, which I think was the most beneficial part to me in college was, like, the connections, um, stuff like that. I don't know if you guys want to touch on uh, Kyle, if you if you want to charm in here on uh, kind of just like life after college, kind of yeah, just figuring well, it out. I mean, I guess, like, so, I don't know. I don't know how relatable, like, 
my scenario might be. I think most people, it's like you graduate and you kind of look for jobs, which I did do for a little while, um, which I, I mean, I can touch on that too. Um, but I think it's, it's usually kind of a grind maybe to find something. Other times, maybe not so much. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think we should like look up some statistics sometime and kind of see like get a better idea of like what colleges are really landing kids like in jobs in their field and stuff because I'm always curious about that and everything like I know at least a good handful of my buddies that aren't really in their field but they still have like you know good jobs that they wouldn't have without a college degree you know what I mean so like um I don't know I don't know I'm kind of just rambling there but you know um I, I got but, super lucky I'll be honest What's I was I, I was plugged up. Um, yeah, I was doing that's, an interview. That's okay though. Like, there's nothing yeah. wrong with it. There's that's how it is. I I think connections. Connections. You've got to know people in order to get anywhere really with anything you're trying to do. Like, even if it's like shit, like like being an entrepreneur, or trying to start your own business. Like, half the shit that I'm doing right now, I wouldn't be able to do if it weren't for people that I met. Like, one of them being when I was at school. One of them, actually, still when I was in school for an internship, like, you know, certain opportunities with the t-shirt equipment and stuff like that. Like, so it is a, a, so much of everything is based on, like, who you meet and who you, you know, can network with and whatever. You know, like, I'm not saying anything's, like, right or wrong or anything. Like, I think definitely. I, I think the biggest, I don't know, there's there's so much to talk about with this. Like, Yeah, we could kind of, like, um i don't know yeah i'll come back around when we get to some of the spots in our list because i think i have some connection points that i kind of want to make but i think the biggest part of just going to college is definitely networking and just figuring out um sure what everyone's into because that just leads to more doors for you like yeah. i said i was lucky and happened to land an internship for my uncle where he kind of got me in the door which led to eventually uh, me getting brought on full time two years later. So it wasn't an easy, I had to grind for two years just to get in the door. But now that I'm here, I'm, I have the opportunity to really, I'm still grinding every day. Like I was saying earlier, just trying to prove myself. And I, honestly, it's not what I want to do forever. Like you were saying, it's not the field I um, plan on going into. I was a finance and a marketing major. Like right. now I'm working on building houses and negotiating. <laughs> yeah. Everyone in my field either, believe it or not, didn't go to college at all and are just really good at, like, like my one uh, coworker, I won't say his name, but I don't ever hear this anyway. His name's Darren. He's mad cool. He's, like, 55. <laughs> and uh, he, he, he's, his, like, his way to purchasing was he was a plumber, an electrician for 20 years. Like, he was out doing the work. Now he just has all the experience, so he knows, like, like certain things about plumbing and knows like what prices should be like. So he, he doesn't have a degree. Damn. That's a yeah. lot of people in the field. I mean, yeah, that's very been, interesting. I did president, the division president of the, um, the branch here in Jackson. His degree was in psychology and now he's the vision president of, a, of a home builder. Like it doesn't even, it's like, it's, it just comes back to networking and who, you know, and I think really is working hard. It's, it's crazy. I, I, I look at, I creep on LinkedIn all the time. LinkedIn's one of like my favorite things to learn about my coworkers. And you see 
if you don't have LinkedIn, definitely download LinkedIn. Even if you're not like in the business world, because you can get so many connections and find so many opportunities on LinkedIn. It's crazy. It gets slept on. Yeah. But um, yeah, you, I, I've seen so many people that I work with who either don't have degrees at all or simply just um, have a degree that's completely meaningless to home building. It's crazy. I think we were just, uh, our last episode that I was saying that we did with Caleb, I'm pretty sure Kyle, it was him that said, uh, he's in college right now at the University of Memphis, and he said about 80%, I think uh, he read a statistic too, uh, that 80% of people that graduate don't even use their the, um, their degree towards that in that field that they're in. And, uh, and then I was talking with our good friend, Brett Kinneman, and uh, I mean, he knows a lot of dudes just from playing Division One baseball. Baseball, excuse me, baseball at a uh, Division One um, school like North Carolina State University. Like just from having that on your background and your resume, like that's gonna that's gonna get you somewhere in life, you know. Just from from having that you know good connection and that one thing, and everybody's got that one thing. You know what I mean? Like everybody has that one thing that every employee wants or hiring manager, you know, wants. Like you know. I mean, everybody does. Um, and like you, you know, you said you're plugged up and then you, you had your uncle, you know, obviously hooking you up and getting you, but dude, you still proved yourself. You know what I mean? It's yeah. not like you just got in there and you're like, Oh hell yeah. You know, this is going to be a cakewalk cause my uncle here, you know, I'll be all right. But you definitely took the whole opposite way of that and you're busting your ass trying, you know what I mean? Trying to get work your way up and, Take a just lot. grinding and like I, that's just that's a lot of respect you know that's that's awesome like that's that's how it should be you know like get that connect get those connections keep meeting people and just keep interacting and you know just making every day the best of it that you can I think that's awesome um that can kind of lead into hap chasing happiness kind of like something that we're even we're thinking about talking about here like I think the most important thing in life is just being happy every day I mean because life is very fragile yet obviously I, I I like to say, I like to, I, I don't know how I want to word this, like think, think fragile and think like short term, but plan for long term. So like, we're going to plan to live till you're 85, 80 plus, because we probably odds in our favor, you know, good health, you, you eat right, you take care of your body, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You don't get, you know, hit with the 15% unluckiness or whatever it is, like, struck by lightning, fucking die in a car crash, you know, whatever it is. I mean, that shit, ha like, you know, just kind of think fragile and, you know, realize it's that anything can happen to you at any given time. But like I said, kind of plan for the future and kind of think ahead and realize, hey, you know, we're going to do this four more times. We're 23, 24, you know, we're going to, we're going to do this three more times in our life, which is fucking awesome. Because I can't, like, I don't know about you, I'm stoked on that. But uh, also at the end of the day, like I know right now I'm, my main goal is to strive for happiness and to just spread love and positivity to as many people as I can. I mean, cause at the end of the day, um, the only thing that you fucking leave behind is your name on a plaque and, and two dates and that's fucking it. And that, it's, that's hard to say. And it's, it's brutal. And we've all lost people, everybody watching this and, and us three here, we've all lost people, you know, moment of silence for Moyer. He just had to put his dog down that he had for 14 uh. 14 yeah. years dude i'm sorry if i i'm sorry if i but cheers to daisy dude she's yeah sorry to hear that but i don't know if you guys anybody else has anything they'd like to chirp in at that i don't know like 
happiness is such like a broad subject and it's, it means different things to different people. Sure. I think that's important when I'm um, talking about it because you can't you can't think that your idea of happiness is the same as someone else's because like Gavin says um, he likes to spread love to everyone and that's what makes him happy. I'm in a similar boat. Gavin and I kind of touched on this a little bit one day when we were on the beach. We uh, had a fun little day in St. Augustine and um, I like told him like being happy to me I used to think it was like getting a lot of like getting a good job and like making good money and yeah. buying all this shit that I always wanted and I like as I got money and like got a job and realized like money's really not the, the end all be all when it comes to happiness like I put a head personally I put a heavy emphasis on just um every day I try to be like the best son I can be to my mom I try to be the best friend I can be to any of my friends the best worker like i that's where i get my happiness just being the best version of myself see, so that's what i try to strive for man i see i think that is key right there like i think i think too many people like and i know i listen to a lot of gary v too like gavin on you know gary v a lot lately but like i think a lot of like what he says is you know just so true that so many people go out and just buy all this stuff and not even realize that like even they think they kind of want it but really they're just like more or less following a trend or doing something to impress somebody or whatever even subconsciously sometimes i think we fall into like those little trendy traps and shit like that and then like you realize like you're spending money like chasing all this shit like maybe you know you know running around on like vacation all the time like whatever and like just not really finding like whatever it is that, and maybe that is like for everybody it's different you know what I mean but right, right. I think it you know it sometimes does take kind of like the experience of going through that kind of shit and I probably still I'm gonna have a lot of scenarios like that in my life where you know we learn from shit like that you know what I mean but I think uh, I don't know I think I think that's good that you all right what's up uh, here's one boy <laughs> what's your fighter name bro give us one right now we're live give us give us one give us one right now fuck uh fuck uh, <laughs> it could be that yeah the i don't know <laughs> we'll give you time to think about think that it. <laughs> yeah it looks good bro Thank you. looks like a swimmer <laughs> yeah dude um i like what you said more kind of like everybody has their different um their different way of being happy almost um something that i had to like really work on myself especially when i moved down when i moved away from home um and kind of just being like on my own really for the first time and like well i mean i guess we i went to college and like I was away from home there for four years, but you know, you go home for winter break, uh, Easter, Thanksgiving, you know, et cetera. Um, you know, if you need to go home for a weekend, that's, that's, that's all right. But like, kind of like really like my, my junior year, I started to like get into that, like, ah, I like kind of really being on my own. And like junior year, I, I, I had a job at school working at the student rec center. Um, 
And I would just, I'd be like, yo, I'm just staying up here for winter break. And like, I would just stay up there for like an extra three, four weeks, like by myself or with one or two of my roommates. Um, kind of just trying to learn more about myself, honestly, like, you know, real who I am as a person. And what I learned when I moved away is kind of like realizing that not everybody thinks like me. Um, and it was, dude, it was, and, and I'm be, just being very honest with you guys. Like it was one of the hardest pills I had to swallow and, I'm, and I'm still working on it today. Um, you know, everybody has their own shit, but I'm working on kind of just realizing like, you know, not everybody has. And, and I think, I think the reason like I, I'm so heart beat up on it is cause like, I really just can't see what, like, what, like, why not like love and positivity. And I know you guys obviously are on the same boat as me. So it's not like I'm preaching to you guys or anything, but just kind of like, it took me a long, like a long time to realize that a lot of people have been through some different and nasty shit in their lives, you know? I mean, you look at older people, for example, like our grandparents, right. like their parents were born in like the fucking thirties and forties. So then they had our grandparents, it, you know, it's just like times were so different back then. And kind of just with everything that's been going on, it's kind of, that's my toughest pill to swallow is not everybody thinks like me. So how can we organize and how can we, how can we, how can, how can we plan to, to make our future brighter for our children? So when we're in 40 years down the road, when we're 60, 65 and we're voting for election, election year come, is coming up, maybe, maybe there's younger candidates who are, have a better purpose because they were raised by somebody like us who has kids. We're going to have kids in 40 years, people our age. And if we can do our job to kind of train our brains and train our minds and, and, and be friendly with everybody and just be open armed and open minded and different and realize we've all been through different tragedies in life and kind of just have an open minded perspective. I think we can honestly make real change. I truly believe that. Um, I mean, now our parent, our grandparents were fighting wars and running picket lines with fucking guns, and they were just who knows what war was like back then. Is it like what we saw in the movies? Uh, who knows? But I mean, I kind of just like times were different, and now I feel like we have that platform, and the amount of people that we can touch with doing this, with doing social, with social media, and I know we're going to touch on social media influence here, and that's kind of where I'm leading to. Um, but just we have such a such a broad and, and spectrum to touch so many different people. And if we can do it with positivity and uh, love, like I, f I really feel like we can make an impact. And, you know, maybe then the people who are running for elections, they uh, decide to get what, when they're getting sponsorship by, by corporations or businesses, like it's people, they, 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 they go to good people. They go to people who, who, who do want to see positive change for everybody, give everybody an equal chance at life, you know, really push for that. Maybe like we can see change like that. I don't know. Something that I've been thinking about a little bit. Um, social media has a huge part in that. So I don't know if you guys want to touch on how how crazy social media really blew up and how really it. Especially, I mean, you look look at us. We're twenty three. Go seven. Go go ten years ago. We're we're what thirteen. That's that's a think about that in ten years. Think about how much has changed in ten years. Like 10 years ago, MySpace was the most popular platform 10 years ago. Right? We're so adapting. Oh, so we're so, we're changing so much. Like, what's going to fucking be in the next 10 years? Oh, no, man. Here it's crazy. Virtual reality interactions. 
<laughs> I hope not. I can't have any. <laughs> I was listening to that Joe Rogan Elon Musk thing the other day about the talking about chip that like plays and music that's, that's like other, yeah that's crazy shit and like you pull up shit in your eyeballs without yeah i don't need that's like some black mirror stuff right there i'm cool on that. <laughs> dude what it's crazy what he's trying he's literally trying i think that's a lot of cool that comes into that but also a lot of scary shit like it can be like but he's just trying to make humans like smarter and like less complicated i think like he, he wants us to be able to just look at each other and know what the fuck we're thinking and we don't have to communicate we don't have to talk i don't like that dude that's weird you are we even know. human then at that point trying to like somebody. <laughs> it's crazy though because like his idea really isn't that far away because if you think about the internet is like a living breathing thing like yeah. You got an idea of like you talk, you click on a link for uh, whatever. Let's say a pair of sneakers. I do this shit all the time. I'll go on another social media platform or on Google or something, and I got I got an ad for the same pair of sneakers or something like. The internet is studying us. It's all linked together. Sadly, like it's a it's kind of scary to think, but it's just how social media is used in the business aspect. It's all marketing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's the thing that's crazy about it like so i think about how so i was an entrepreneurship minor it was a brand new minor at millersville at the time when i which was just a couple of years ago you know what i mean and you think about all this stuff and you like listening to gary v and even now like trying to actually get my business rolling and really like underway where i'm like you know actually like able to function completely on my own and not have like a side job or anything it's like the things that we were taught in that entrepreneur, which was so brand new that like, dude, yeah, like the kids in my class and I, like we were, it was like the same group in each class and we all kind of pretty much had the same opinion. Like there was a couple of things that we did that were semi beneficial, but for the most part, none of us coming out of there knew how to get our businesses like going in any direction, like whatsoever. Like it was, I don't know. It was kind of ridiculous, but at the same time, I guess where I'm kind of going with it is it's like, to me, the, I've always been like the type where the best way for me to learn, whether it was wrestling or in school or anything, was just by doing the shit. For like sitting there listening to somebody talk about it, I'm going to doodle on the paper all day, like trying to listen to a coach, like show a move. It's like I'm distracted, like looking at the like, Lights, the lights and, and the fucking like, blue, everything. all different color like shades mm-hmm. there was two different blues and like one was velvety and one didn't matter but like room right so we would actually like yep. go through the motions that's when i would really get the shit down so same thing with like i guess where i'm kind of relating it like kind of going through that and like comparing some of the stuff that we learned to like just the way society is in general now which we did touch on a little bit. I actually had a social media class, which was good. But at the same time, that's the first time I like ever, like we didn't know what the fuck the point of that class was. Like a lot of us anyway, like we were like, why are we in this? I remember talking to a couple of my buddies in the class, like didn't know really what we were supposed to be doing. But looking back on it now, all the terms and shit, I'm like, damn, like I wish I would have kind of like took some more time on my own to figure this stuff out. But that's more the direction I think like most of that minor needs to be focused on because like it's literally the majority of entrepreneurship nowadays like 
if you don't have like a decent online presence or social yeah. media, like pages set up or even you know there's like all kinds of different methods for social media campaigns and like the whole like you know building an incline for your audience to start migrating towards your page and then when you release that new product or that new song or whatever it is that your brand is then they're like so pumped about it because you had this like build up like there's all these different methods and approaches to like get people in and then you even have the opportunity now to direct people directly to your merchandise website or whatever it is that you know your itunes whatever you, like i'm just comparing like art and music right now i don't know really name things on my head but whatever it is you're hunting and fishing business you're oh, yeah business, like whatever it is like and dude it's crazy the opportunity like you can go so many different avenues with it too and like the internet is everybody now so like for the most part so you've got such an audience that like no matter what your little niche is like you can build enough of a following to you know start bringing you know make some money on it and like a lot of people are really figuring out how to do it where that's their that's it that's their income you know what i mean and it's it's cool. It's it's dope to see. I think. I don't know. I, I agree. And the best part about it is it's free. Yeah. Social media yeah. is free. It is a yeah. free tool that you can use to support your business. A lot of and to support like, others. Yeah, and others. You're right. The talking kind of backtrack from what Kyle said. Um, especially with the older generation talking maybe as parents and up. Um. They don't understand the power of social media and how many people are truly on it are truly taking action off of based off of what they see the internet. You could post so much stuff. You could post so much merchandise, so much like advertising, so much marketing campaigns, all that stuff at your fingertips. You'll even need to leave your bedroom. Like there's no right. excuse nowadays not to have a social media presence if you're a business. It's so easy to do. I tell yeah. my dad all the time. He's like yeah he's more skilled than me as an artist and like if he would take literally like a month and just figure out like a shopify you know thing and like a little social media campaign he could start building a following and then within like probably two years i guarantee he'd be making some just because like his shit is just like crazy like yeah, I don't know. Dude, and then when you even put a little bit of money into social media advertisements yeah. like facebook or instagram or linkedin like you can literally like target like your your exact audience like okay um dude like you're talking about hunting and fishing like okay so typically men like hunting and fishing typically um typically ages from what 13 to fucking 50s you know like 50 year old men like and literally like you can narrow it down instead of just the broad spectrum of everybody because there's how many millions in people nearby like other people's yep. hashtags and their profile interests depending on the social media site that you're on so many things uh, yeah, likes it like likes pages yeah, likes yeah you're right things. i definitely agree um more i wanted to ask you two things one um you're who you got in the finals bro in the nba finals i want to know who you got who do you got in the nba finals you killed me we talked about this yesterday you know i don't want to say this on camera I know, that's why I had to, bro. I had to pull yeah. it up, dude. Finals prediction right now. From the West, I'm taking the bum-ass Lakers. I hate them, but 
they're they're it right now. I mean, if it wasn't for the COVID break, if it wasn't for COVID, I think they would have rolled right through the playoffs and had an easy path. They were they were hot. I, I hate saying it, but they were hot. Bro, they were smoking everybody, and that was in the top competition. Yeah, they 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 were it. I mean, you can't you can't downplay. Obviously, LeBron James, the best player in the league right now. I hate even saying that. And um, AD, who's like right behind him at like two, three, four, wherever you want to put him. Like AD is he's been he's been stuck in New Orleans for a while, but now that he's out in LA, he can really shine, especially with a star like LeBron. From the Fuck East, yeah. I'm the Bucks, but I can't see the Bucks pulling it off. I said that to Gavin. I think that was two days ago or something. They're just not. They're just not there yet. I mean, it's, I hear you. Yeah, you. So, so you got? You think the Lakers are winning at all? I hope they don't, but I think they will. I said. I said. I think I said that to you the other day. I got the. I got the Lakers winning at all. Um. I got them. Uh, I'm gonna. I got them going up against the uh, the Celtics. Who are you looking at, Moyer? Look at my dog. She's chewing on a brush I used to clean my shoes. I was just making oh, sure light or something. At first, I thought she was froze, and then I was like, uh, uh, I was checking out the dog. We good enough. Yeah. So I, I got the uh, I got the Lakers winning it all. I'm gonna say against the Celtics. Honestly, um, we'll just see what happens. I'm excited. Um, Tatum's a joke. I love him, but he's he's not there yet. He's not who? Jason Tatum. He doesn't have that uh, superstar like clutchness yet. Clutch takeover. Yeah, he's not there yet, and it's gonna have to be him on that team. Who else is it gonna be? Dude, yeah, each each of their roles, like, dude, they got a they got they they have some depth too. But like, Gordon Hayward's gonna have to put up fifteen for you, dude. Like, if you want him to like, you know what I mean? He's gonna have to be a fifteen a night, dude. It gets you at least hopefully thirteen a night. Then Jalen Brown and you know like their two big dudes, Kaner and then uh, what's the other dude's name? Dude, uh, let's wrap it up with um, Moyer. You're in the sneaker game. All right, folks, we're back. Sorry about that little delay. It's uh, <laughs> believe it or not, uh, it's actually a whole almost two weeks later. Right. Um, me and Kyle, me and Kyle had the same memo of trying to fool you guys, but Moyer doesn't have it on, so it would have been obvious. Wear mine. I wear mine all the time. <laughs> I know it's, it's dirty. <laughs> it's in the laundry. Fair enough. I haven't showered since we were last on here. <laughs> it feels like the same day to me. Right? Yeah, we're just it's flowing into it. I love it. So, um, this last half that we really wanted to get, uh, we solely focusing on uh you andrew our guest more um just uh really talking about your sneaker hustle and uh, not even just the hustle part just your passion for it more so i, I would like to say you've a huge passion on sneakers if you want to kind of just give like a rundown on how long you've been into sneakers and all that i mean everything so we're talking about happiness which is kind of funny because this kind of in that aspect for me like getting a package in the mail i, I know everyone loves getting packages in the mail but like specifically sneakers, like I itch for like you know, checking the app, like where's it at, where's it at? Like, that's me. So that's just kind of passion. Um, it probably started when I was a lot younger. Definitely started. I can't say probably. I was in like middle school age, just getting into like sports and stuff, and that's probably where I got a lot of like the interest in the different types of shoes. Back then, it was more about performance. Um, my mom wouldn't really drop 
<laughs> any type of money on shoes that I actually wanted. Right. You'd have to be like double. Like I was wearing the same shoes in the school that sometimes I was wearing to practice. Like that's the type of shoe I'd have to. <laughs> right. But that definitely um played a role in on uh, just my uh, desire to buy and accumulate so many sneakers now. But then on the other side, I can play. Um, just besides like liking sneakers, I can also get some money off them and um, resell them and just kind of work market to, to benefit me. And ultimately, I either reinvest it back into making more money or buy more sneakers for myself. So it's just a win win. Now, it's um, like I, I, you kind of, it's like the stock market in a way. You can check the prices and everything and see how it's been going and this for the past week or month or even year you can kind of see like yeah yeah you pretty much nailed it like um an app that a lot of people use that i actually hate uh stock x um yeah i i've have, heard about that they have the best like tracking system um for like pretty much uh, monitoring like prices and um the trends of shoes they also now added things like sports cards which i know you're into so i was just about to ask that because gary v i heard gary v talking about StockX, but we have i mean first my sports card we check we have two different other uh like apps and websites that we go through so like i personally don't use StockX, but i was gonna ask like if you can use it for fucking toothpaste or anything but obviously probably not toothpaste but like certain other things to degrees pretty much like shoes uh rare yeah. Collectibles and that sports cards fall in that category. So there's yeah. like there's a bunch of different sizes of StockX and like the cards is new, but cards are in right now. So I don't play with cards like that. I don't invest in stuff on right now. But cards are fine. You can you can hop on the team. <laughs> <laughs> there's room for everybody, man. I don't, I don't know if I can afford all that. <laughs> You're big into sneakers, so I totally understand. What'd you say? One hobby's enough, though. One hobby's enough. Wait, you got any shoes that uh, you got, like, multiple pairs of, like, different color variations or anything? Yeah, I got yeah, I got a lot of those. I'll show you my favorite shoe. Um, The favorite one's just, like, I'll show you, like, the classic. First one to come out. This is, like, my all-time favorite shoe. Yeah. Or... It's just like super clean, you know, whatever. But like, besides just the colors, I really like the model of that shoe. Yeah. All different colors. Like, I got a white one. That's these sweet. Are, these are like my shoes too. Like that I wear. I wear. I've worn all these. Like, I don't just. I I wear some, and there's some that just sit in the box I never see again. Then I got like got a black pair. I got a gray pair too. They're pretty cool. I like the gray. Yeah, cool gray. That's like my favorite. I love gray like colors, and they got like a little bit of yellow on them, just like kind of like the shirts. <laughs> but it's hey, good good fit, good fit look. Definitely. And um, I just really like the like the different colors and putting together like a cool outfit based off of shoes. I really also enjoy doing. I'm sure both of you, uh Gavin more than Kyle because I've you know black party and stuff, but I wear some like pretty much anything I feel like wearing. So like the shoes, I feel like is a yeah for sure that's dope what do you do like i know at least a lot of my sneakerhead friends are like i mean i know it's a big thing like trying not to crease your your kicks you know what i mean like what do you got to do to like kind of prevent that when you are like wearing the pairs that you do wear you know what i mean like i don't I, know 
that crease thing isn't too big for me per se. Um, if I'm wearing it, it's so difficult. Yeah, that's the problem. Like, it's awesome. like if I'm gonna wear it, like it's already in my head. Like anything can happen with a shoe. You spill like your whole soda on it. Yeah, on it like a puddle, whatever. So it's like when you put it on, that's a risk you gotta take. A huge supporter of wearing your shoes, but I know like a lot of tricks. Like you got shoes, freezing them, or uh, like the the stuff, like the paper, just like the yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. Like people use, like people keep. I keep all that for a lot of my shoes. That's smart. Um, people like put socks in their shoes. You can buy like special shoes, like supported. Yeah, just to kind of like keep them from creasing. But like at the end of the day, if you keep it long enough, it's gonna crease. Yeah, yeah it's gonna happen if you wear it enough, right? Because yeah. like, mm. unless you're walking unnaturally, like keeping your feet fucking straight, <laughs> just stiff as hell. Like, yeah. <laughs> like is it even worth it is it even worth it yeah that's the thing then you're like not enjoying whatever it is that you're doing because i feel like you're so concentrated on like not fucking your shoes up yeah (laughs) i was saying i have shoes i wear and i have shoes like i'm gonna pull out of the box well that's cool i don't think i'm every once in a while but then it makes me want to keep them so I think that's cool. I never really like got into the sneaker game a whole lot. Obviously, like really the main shoes I wear are like Vans and whatever athletic shoes to the gym or whatever, but never really got into it a whole lot. But when I started going to like a lot of traveling tournaments, like for wrestling and stuff, uh, I was kind of surprised at like how many kids were like, and still are so into the, the wrestling shoe game because like there's a lot of vintage shoes that they don't make anymore that kids like can you can still find them places here and there and like i don't know it's a very interesting thing that goes on people will be trading at tournaments and have all kind of like retro singlets and cool designs on stuff but the shoe game especially in in wrestling too is very uh um like nobody really knows about it because it's usually it's mostly like basketball shoes and stuff like that. You know what I mean? That's the that's the big scene, but and it's obviously not anywhere close to as big as that. But I was just always like surprised at how much these kids would be hustling, you know, in between matches and stuff at these off season tourneys. Like that gets me excited because I always tell people like to be a you know sneakerhead, whatever you like in the sneakers. Like it doesn't have to be like Jordans. It doesn't have to be right. You know, basketball shoes like i got i have vans i got like skate shoes you know i got this like, yeah. casual shoes too like even like trainers and stuff because like i said i always had to wear trainers when i was younger like i have so many trainers that i've <coughs> for sure you can it's like sneaker is very broad like people can see and usually think like oh he likes um jordan one it's bigger than that you just have to put yourself in that space similar to like you're saying like a bunch of around a bunch of guys that are into wrestling shoes and old wrestling like gear and singlets and stuff like they're obviously going to want to trade like you're not, yeah. gonna, you're not gonna be able to you know really acquire stuff if you don't put yourself in that space yeah exactly do you do a lot of trades like the, are people people into trading or, or like even just you personally i mean with sport cards i haven't traded a single card like not one I haven't been in. I haven't been in it as long as you've been collecting and stuff. But for shoes, at least, I, I like trades. Like, but they're. I don't really trust a 
lot of like sneaker heads are shady. So it's I like it's gotta be it's gotta be the perfect situation, and it's almost like how do you get two parties that like both think it's a win win? You know what I mean? There's only it's certain, like, I, I feel said, like it's it's just tough. There's only certain people I'd even consider it with, and then a lot of times, like like you said, like it's not worth like someone's kind of taking a loss on the other side of trading. Trading would be, in the sneaker world at least, would be more for like personal use. So like, so there's no like financial loss on the call. Yeah. I'm stingy too, like I'll give like something like $5 on the price. Just like that. I don't know. It is what it is, like it, it's business like that. Moyer. Lift your, what are you, are you on your laptop? Maybe you just need to talk louder. To talk louder? Certain moments your voice kind of gets really, like it sounds like it gets far away or something. All right, I'll just talk louder then more, I guess more consistently. That sounds better, yeah, that sounds louder. I don't know why it's doing it, but probably me. It's honestly, probably. Oh, it's not even. It just did it right there too. It's something. I think it's something with your. Do you have a fan on next to anything? Or? I do have. I turned the fans off, so maybe it was like picking up the sound of, um, I don't know, something else and. Yeah, it sounds a whole lot better now, bro. I can't lie. I shut the door, so I think that like all the way. So I think that might have played like a, a factor in it. Yeah. That was two clear sentences, and we haven't gotten two in a row yet. Definitely the door, man. It was definitely the door. My bad. My bad. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I didn't know it was that bad. You should have just said like, "Shut up!" Like, let me say something. I think it's. Still I, kind of doing it. I think it's still kind of. <laughs> Gilkan knew that you saw that as soon as I did it. I was just like, ah, all right. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it still did it a little bit. How was I talking before? Right. It's like the beginning of your sentences. It's like so quiet, and then it starts getting louder, and then it goes back to like quiet a little bit. How long do you think like it was going on before you you guys like (laughs) talking without you guys cutting me off? Well, so I heard I I heard it earlier, and I was gonna say something, but I was like, "Wait, I'm trying to listen," because I could I could make sense of what you were saying, right? Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Morse pissed. <laughs> I don't know what you just said. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, dude. <laughs> That's funny. Moyer, so we just uh, – I just listened to your uh, the podcast that you were featured on, the Sneakers Podcast. Is that what it's called, right? Yeah, the Sneaker Podcast. It's um some guys in Canada, some big sneaker guys. Dude, it was awesome. It was like four of them, right? Yeah, there was four people and then uh, me on it as like the guest. Yeah, that was – dude, that was literally one of the coolest podcasts that I've, I think I've ever listened to, and I like sincerely mean that. It was super interesting. I don't know if I could listen to it every week. Only right. because I just not that into into sneakers. I, it's just tough to understand like their terms, like their terminology. I'm just like, what the fuck is that kind of shit? Like, it's just like just 
sounded crazy and i'm like that's a shoe <laughs> it sounds like i don't know sounds like a car <laughs> just you know, someone listed a car and they got eight 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 commas in between it it's like what the fuck is it? Man, it's, it's like a it's a pretty cool podcast like i've been li- yeah for a while like you saw that i was on season five episode 20 yeah. so it's like they've been like they've practiced and like they really do a good job at bringing content every week because it's easy to get content because there's always new shoes coming out too. But right. they do a good job reporting on it. And you're right. It does take like some sneaker know-how. A little um, bit. Kind of follow the whole way. But um, that's kind of like where I learned a lot about sneakers is through those guys. Ah, that's an interesting. Yeah, that's cool. Um, thanks to those guys. So I really appreciate the podcast. It's probably one of my favorites besides the 20 talk, but. but Shout out. Look at that. Um, right on that's love but yeah it was it was really cool to be on there and um kind of piggyback on uh what they do every week it was awesome i thought it was cool you were obviously prepared like i mean it was interesting how they like let you ask a question too for them you know i thought that was cool how you brought up like everyone's favorite sneaker that was neat and then dude shout out to you bro it seems like it seems like you're killing the sneaker i mean now i only listen to one episode but i got my streak yeah that's yeah, a, bro, you had a nice winning. You still do have a nice winning streak. And for those who yeah, beginning of the year, I was getting some nice shoes. Um, I st- I'm sitting on a few of them. Uh, yeah, that's all I'm gonna say about that. I'm just <laughs> I'm, I'm, I don't even want to think about them. Right. But, uh, I had a, uh, beginning of the year. <laughs> Is that a high five? <laughs> My bad. I was like thinking. I was like trying to analyze like chart of like the yeah yeah yeah. They're definitely maybe, maybe. they're definitely going up, but um Fuck yeah. yeah, it's really exciting um when you're doing well, just like any any hobby, any um competitive atmosphere. So I'm real excited about 2020 sneaker wise. It was awesome. Um, you know about everything else, but like it was it was a bright spot this year for sure. Nah, yeah, that was really cool. Um, I like how they had, like, a, it seems like, is it every week that they have, like, a, they start out kind of with what'd you wear? Yeah. That's you wear, cool. I had to put on some heat that day. I definitely Yeah. Put, <laughs> you I, wore them to work? I wore this. Now nah, I didn't wear it to work. I had to run some errands and stuff. Oh, but, word. But I put them on just knowing, like, they were going to ask me. It pretty, yeah. We got, like, weekly segments. That's neat. I I like that. It was like what was it? They had a they had like three different like main talking points. I should say the one was that the other was um pickups this week. It was uh yeah what you wore pickups sneaker news and then um like this about the streak like my hot like everyone's hot streaks they were on. Yes, that was cool. Nah, yeah, really good podcast and it sounded so good. It sounded so well. You were telling me personally. Um, about like the the system that they use to record it, but also it's video. It's weird. You want to? Can you explain it real quick? So what they would do? Um, how we used this? Uh, it was actually a free. I downloaded it for free. I don't know if it's free for everyone, but they um hooked me up with a link that I got to download it for free. It was called Reaper. And what you would do? Um, what we did was we all recorded ourselves individually, like our own audio clip. And then we all hopped on um, Google Hangouts so we could all see each other. 
So we recorded basically the audio because they don't post videos. Uh, yeah, they don't post videos. Okay. When talking, they only do the audio. So then they um, pretty much laid all the audio files over each other. And it pretty much captured the entire conversation of everyone, of all five of us discussing, but it was five individual clips. That's crazy. Such a smart way to do it. Yeah, it was, it was really cool. But they also all had like pretty nice microphones too. I'm sure. Because I mean, they've been doing it for a while. So it's kind of like, a ho- I know, it's their hobby. So yeah, true. No, nah, yeah, they were loving you, man. They were fucking loving you. That was cool. Yeah, I felt like one of the boys because, like I right. said, I've been for probably like two or three years now. So it's like I really I know the people, like I know what they like, I know like what their personalities are like. So I really got to like kind of vibe with them. It was really cool. I really like. I feel really lucky to be able to have that opportunity. Hop on one of my favorite podcasts. Yeah, that's fucking sweet, man. That's that's really cool. That's badass. Um. Well. Well, folks, all right. Thank you, more for hopping on. Yeah, just talking about the sneaker podcast. Like, thanks for having me. Like, this is a really cool um, creation that you guys are working with, and just uh, letting letting yourself be heard about what you think. I think it's really cool, and I respect that. Appreciate, appreciate that, man. We appreciate you. Yeah, thanks for coming on, man. Now that giving us the rundown. Anytime you want to chop it up. Oh yeah. You already know. So I wish that there's some way you could duplicate the same message that you gave last time two weeks ago on the closing note. Uh, can I put the pressure on though and try to get you to? Uh, dude, it was perfect, folks. It was perfect. And no matter what, though, it's all, I shouldn't say perfect. That's not a good word. Well, I'll just speak like what I truly think and just you know, be straight up. We touched a lot about happiness like two weeks ago. And um, just about the process and things like that, just to kind of wrap things up, I guess. A little recap, if you made it <laughs> the episode. But, uh, <laughs> recap. Uh, I really think it's uh, it's a process, and you just can't. You need to. It's practice. It's not going to happen with um, one life choice and one different um, habit in your life. It's going to take multiple things to change, and you're going to have to kind of hold yourself accountable to continuing to do those make yourself happy i don't think you could ever truly do that unless like i was saying like earlier about putting yourself in the right space you got to put your 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 body your mind like in the right space to be happy so i think it's really sure it's really like it it takes practice like i said man i've been working on it myself i'm sure and um like i said it's just it's a process it's not going to happen tomorrow it's not going to happen maybe next week, but if you practice every day, it could be every day. So. Fuck yeah, dude. Chase happiness. Yes, sir. I love it. Thank you, Mark. Thank you for hopping on here, man. We love you, dude. Appreciate you. I love you too, guys. Stay up. Stay safe.